Well, we're thinking this morning about confidence in community, that we can't do all of the Christian life on our own. In fact, we can't do very much of life at all on our own. So I wonder if we might just focus on that verse, 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 11, where it says, encourage one another and build each other up. Now, does anybody have anybody in their life who encourages them and builds them up. If you have somebody who helps you to get better in the things that you're trying to do, who is that person? Let's have a few ideas, if anyone wants to tell us. Does anybody have somebody? Let's see, Arthur, who who encourages you and builds you up? Our daughter. Arthur's daughter encourages, encourages Arthur and Jean and builds them up. Any other people? Oh, Karen over here. Who encourages you, Karen, and builds you up? My husband. Oh, isn't that nice, Chris? Well done. (laughs) That's very good. He's an encourager to Karen. Um, Any other people who encourage you and build you up? My daddy. Oh, thank you, Jasper. (laughs) That's an encouragement to me. I build Jasper up. Well, do you know, when we're learning something new, when we're trying to gain a new skill or get better at something, we need people who encourage us and build us up. Whether that is at home or at work, or at school, or in our groups or clubs, like down at the tennis club, or wherever we might find ourselves. We need to surround ourselves with people who encourage us and build us up. If we want to get better at tennis, we surround ourselves with people who encourage us in our tennis. And if we want to get better in our Christian living, we need to surround ourselves with people who encourage us and build us up in that. Most often, We can't do it on our own because when something is tricky, like learning to play tennis, what did I want to do halfway through? I said, I think I'm just a bit of a rubbish tennis player and I think maybe it's just a bad idea that I play tennis. And what was I going to do? Give up. When things are tricky, we often on our own might feel like we want to give up. But with encouragers around us, we know that we can keep going. Now, being a disciple of Jesus is even harder, I would say, than playing tennis. That's, I'll give you that one for free. The, being a disciple of Jesus is even harder than playing tennis. And if we feel like giving up when things like playing tennis are tricky, how much more might we feel like giving up when our life of discipleship gets tricky? When actually it's easier to choose to live the way of the world than the way of Jesus. So what do we need to stay in our life of discipleship, making those steps towards being the people, the Christians, that God would have us be? What do we need? Do we need a tennis racket? Do we need equipment? Do we need a Bible, maybe? But more than that, what do we need? Has anyone got any ideas? Arthur, you're on fire this morning. One another, he said. We need one another. You're absolutely right. So we need one another. And the Bible tells us that, doesn't it? It says, encourage one another and build each other up. It doesn't just say, actually, that we need one another. It doesn't just say, be together with one another. It says more than that, doesn't it? It doesn't say, just come together, sit near each other in the chairs in church, and then go back to your homes. It says encourage one another. Now, you can't do that separately. It's not very easy to do that with people that you're not with. 
You might send them a note or an email or something to do that. But the best way to encourage one another is to be with one another and to build each other up, to say those things which are going to help us in our Christian life. The things which are going to encourage us and build us up are the words that we as a community should speak to one another. Now, could we have that picture up on the screen? I've made this little graphic to help us to think about this for a moment and in a few minutes or in about one minute maybe we'll have a few moments to talk about this with those who are near to us. I want you to imagine that you are in the middle of that circle that sort of target circle. Imagine yourself in the middle and then the circles around are the people who surround you and you can see the different areas of your life. You might have a home with people in it or groups and clubs that you belong to a school or a workplace that you go to and church and in the circles around you there will be people who encourage you who build you up I want you in a minute to think about who those people are and if you are a child down at the front you might want to draw or write the names of those people in the, on the sheets that I've printed out for you, which are exactly the same as this. You might want to write the names of those people. So in the home corner, you might want to write some of the people who encourage you who are in your home. And in the church corner, those who encourage you in the church, and so on. In the outer circle, I'd like you to think about the people that you could encourage. Are you an encourager to somebody else? Jasper, you were an encourager to me just then, weren't you? When you told me that I was an encourager to you. So it becomes like a big circle of encouragement, doesn't it? And I know that there are people in our community who encourage others and receive encouragement. So we're just going to spend a few minutes thinking about this picture and thinking who are the people who encourage us and who are the people we can encourage. If you feel that there is somebody who encourages you, could I ask you this morning, perhaps they're here, to tell them that you are encouraged by them, that they are an encourager for you. And if you feel a prompting to encourage somebody this morning, can I encourage you to do it, to actually say that thing, which will encourage and build one another up in the community of faith. We encourage one another in this life of faith. It's not an easy journey. It's not even as easy as playing tennis. And we need one another if we're going to stick with it. Um, But more than that, we have an encourager who is with us. We have an encourager who helps us, who is always with us. And that is the Holy Spirit. God's Holy Spirit is our greatest encourager. So we can all know the encouragement of the Holy Spirit to live for God Let's spend just a few minutes where we are and with those around us. If you do need to go and find somebody who has been your encourager to tell them that, then don't feel that you can't move in these few minutes from where you're sitting. You can get up and move and say, you have been an encourager to me. But we'll just have about three or four minutes to just talk. Who are our encouragers and who could we encourage? So off we go. Brilliant. Well, I can hear lots of conversations and I heard lots, saw lots of moving about as well. I wonder whether anybody wants to tell us anything from their conversation, any characteristics of encouragers. What do the encouragers in your life do? What do the encouragers in your life do that makes them encouraging to you? Let's come to the back over here. 
listen. They listen. Fantastic. That is a great encouragement, isn't it? To be listened to. Anyone else? What do the encouragers in your life do? Any others? Well, I think I've been very blessed because I have a lot of teaching from Philip in his group, and, and I'm very grateful for that. So they teach as well. They teach and help us to get better at whatever it is we're trying to do. If we've got a coach for tennis, perhaps it's similar. They teach us techniques and things that, skills that we need. Any other, any other characteristics? Oh, Don is, is, is encouraging his wife to share. <laughs> Ah, so being there when people need you. I think that's true. Presence, yeah. Can I, I, I noticed in the reading, the gospel reading, that Jesus was clearly immensely supported mm. by other people doing practical things like finance and catering and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And of course, that's what, you know, I'm in the middle of that at the moment. The practical almost without connection, encouragement of a meal delivered is huge. Thank you, Jolien. Yeah, absolutely. There's practical ways that we can encourage one another. Actually, that links really well to just what I want to say to just finish our our talk time together. Actually, we're in an unusual time, aren't we? A challenging time as a community at the moment. And it's a particularly important time, I think, for us as a community to encourage one another in those challenges when things are tough in this particular season let's think how we can encourage one another and build one another up that we as a community hold one another together help one another on the journey of faith and encourage one another yeah absolutely by praying for each other as well yeah not just saying out loud uh words of encouragement but also encouraging by holding one another in prayer and in practical ways so in this season let's see if we can become a community who if we were visited would be a a, a community that if visited by paul who wrote this letter to the thessalonian church that he would say encourage one another and build each other up as you are doing which he, what, is what the end of this verse is. As you are doing, he said to the Thessalonian church. Would he say that to our church, St. Andrew's in Oxshott? Let's see if we can become a church where Paul, should he visit us, would say, encourage one another and build each other up as you are doing.